You're listening to Rethinking UX Podcast, and I'm your host, Priya Saraswat. Everyone has a career story. Times when they feel that the job or the role they are in isn't something they are passionate about. Time when they realize that their skills are meant for something else, something different, something that they love. I have my story too, which is not very different from many other Indians, I guess. A story that starts with that typical choice of you either deciding to become a doctor or an engineer. I wanted to become a doctor but ended up becoming an engineer. My first job was as a mainframe test engineer. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with mainframe technology, but just to give you a visual, it's a system that basically portrays how computers used to be in 1970s. No offense to anyone, as mainframes, they are actually still the backbone of many financial and healthcare systems, but the UI and UX is pretty much green and white system fonts on a black screen. And that was my life before entering into UX. And I have my fair share of highs and lows during this whole time, from being a self-taught designer to learning human-centered design as a discipline. But this episode is not about me. It's about you. People who are like me 10 years ago and looking for some signal to follow their passion in UX. Today, I'm joined by Samir Bhivani, VP of Design and Customer Experience at Scriptbox. Samir has been part of product design community for over 20 years now. My design philosophy uh, really is to you know try and keep uh, things fairly simple and centered around the user. Um, the other part where I try to look at it more holistically is also the rather e- the ecosystem in which the user lives and uh, how that how they relate to the application that we are designing or the experience that we are designing. Um, obviously, none of the apps that we design or use are the center of any customer's universe. We also have with us Nitin Gupta, UX manager at IT by Design and a former UX design specialist at Adobe. Prior to establishing himself in UX industry, Nitin wore multiple hats in his career, from being a software engineer to marketing specialist and a graphic designer. When I was thinking of moving into this UX as as a career growth, um, I had the option to choose between doing everything versus focusing on doing one thing and getting better at it. And I chose design. Why I did that is because it made me happy. And that's the same I'd recommend for everyone who's wanting to move into a UX. That if it makes you happy, then go for it. Then do it. Because every day you will have that same motivation going ahead that you're making someone's life better. You're giving them an experience that they'll be wow about. In this episode, both Samir and Nitin are going to share their experience and knowledge in order to help people who are either new or are aiming for a transition in UX industry. So let's hear from them how does breaking into UX feels like. So thank you so much for joining me today, Samir and Nitin. I would like to start with Nitin first. So Nitin, I know you have transitioned into UX from a software engineering background, correct? Correct. I was a software engineer first, then a graphic designer, and then moved into UX. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about what was your role before UX? Prior to being 
a UX professional. Um, I worked as a graphic designer and my role here was majorly revolving around creation of graphics, branding, marketing collaterals, leadership presentations and many more such things. And only to realize that I wasn't, this wasn't the creativity that I was looking for. So slowly and gradually, I moved from being a graphic designer into a UX professional. So why UX in particular? This was a slow and gradual learning, uh, to be very honest. Uh, I was always reading about stories that people were posting on the internet, the user experiences. They were actually used quite often using a term called user experience. And in in the line of field that we were, we were always looking forward to create great uh, leading examples of designs, innovation, and actually a good design by changing lives. And slowly when I read about it in, in most of the articles, I decided that I want to be a part of this change. And then is when I switched to moving into being a UX professional. And most of it was self-taught and self-learning. Later on, moved into a situation where I could really take a classroom session and learn a little more about UX. That's amazing. So Samir, you are in the industry for close to two decades now. And like any other industry, UX also seeks for some hard and soft skills. Sure, some people may think that all it takes to become a UX designer is to have an eye for aesthetics. But in reality, it requires a balance of dozen of skills that are all over the board. What, in your opinion, are some must-have skills for UX roles? The primary skill, I think, is problem solving. Uh, that is the core of a designer. In Early in the career, it starts with applying best practices, and then it moves into applying design methods to find new problems. There's an entire range of activities that, that we can do, and there's a whole, whole lot of literature on that. Um, so I think one thing very important is being organized. This is not just true for designers, for anybody. Um, It's not given as much weightage. We all have seen those jokes and memes about, you know, final, final, final dot PSD. In the future, whether you want to grow as an individual contributor or as a manager, uh, these, uh, you know, organization skills are really important, whether it's your time, your work, your project files, uh, whichever it may be, right? Um, the next one, uh, which is very important, is presentation skills. Um, it's a rare occasion in life, you know, when you just unveil something to the world and it just clicks for everybody, right? But in daily work, there's a lot of explaining and communication that you have to do. Um, early in your career, your leads or managers may do it for you, but you can't wait to be more senior to start doing it, right? So uh, being able to present to an audience, whether it may be a small audience and friendly as your team or it may be a large audience as a cross-functional team uh, or even the entire company or outside of the company Uh, these are really really important skills which uh, help you explain your concepts uh, your designs what you have in mind and show people a vision because eventually that's really what it is about right Uh, you are a visualizer you have you have envisioned what the future of this product or uh, the experience of the customer should be like. And you want that to be out there in the world, which means others have to relate to it and understand it and share that understanding with you. Uh, The last one I'll talk about, which I just touched upon, is working cross-functionally. Being the bridge between users and uh, the business, you are required to collaborate with several functions. It may be product, engineering, marketing, etc. 
and uh, being effective in doing so is the only way to get uh, any brilliant design that you make in the hands of actual customers so nitin how much of what samir just said resonates with you were you trying to build some of these skills as you were trying to break into ux industry or you have some different focus i come from a visual design field and quite honestly i worked with brands so i knew a lot on in terms of how the presentation is to be done how is how are things to be positioned so uh, my switch into the ux was wherein that i felt that design is something which is fueled by creativity right and that led to my that was the whole path of for me to move into ux where it was a curiosity led growth for me into this the soft skills the presentations and all of those were something that i built over time in my tenure at adobe and in my 5 6 years of the initial experience i have already developed that for me moving into ux was rather easy with respect to having visual design as my background and then moving into uh, learning more in the ux so nitin if we'll rewind little bit how was the transition from software engineering to design looks like what were some of the challenges that you faced during that transition i i would say the whole journey was very uh, struggling in the initial few days because uh, the first thing that i learned there that this transition was full of apprehensions for me wherein it was equally exciting as well but the biggest challenge that i faced across this was uh, finding a mentor uh, when you move into a field wherein you learn new things and you are growing and it's curiosity led feedback is something that you're always looking at and feedback critics of what i was doing was something that i was not able to find when i was doing it all alone so that was a place where i struggled the most and i needed someone with more experience to be around me who's an advocate who's a guide to what i'm doing uh, someone who could help me manage my priorities decide on the strategy what i need and at times even manage my scope of work or to tell me that if i'm going right or not managing all of that single handedly was a big struggle for me in the initial days i 100% agree with what nitin just said about having a mentor that can increase your chances to be successful at least if you are brand new however there are a lot of aspiring uxers out there who are trying to find ways to get a break into the industry and they may not have a mentor also there may be things about the industry that they are unaware of can samir can you point some of the things people should be mindful of while thinking about getting into our industry so one of the things that i feel uh, based on you know what pe- what i have experienced as well as uh, what a lot of people ask me uh, in these kind of conversations i always feel that see skills are transferable but only to a certain extent i've had conversations with uh, you know folks who say that hey i'm great at sketching or drawing or art Uh, and i have a passion uh, you know uh, there so i think i can be a good ux designer should i join this field well what helps there is that you have a passion for craft which is still important you have an eye for detail that's that's uh, great and that's applicable uh, but it doesn't automatically automatically translate to you becoming a digital interface designer right or a user experience designer those are different skills um it may happen it may not happen it can't be guaranteed right uh, similarly being a good programmer doesn't mean that you cannot be a good designer either right i have worked with several 
uh, good developers who are who have then later on picked up design skills and you know become uh, good designers as well so one thing is that don't qualify or disqualify yourself from being a designer based on what you do or know now um there's a lot of different ways uh, you know to get here um the second thing which i i find uh, from people is also they focus too much on design tools uh design tools are really easy design is not right so don't bother about sketch figma xd just pick one of them and start the others are not very different um it's not to learn don't sit and try to learn the tool just start designing start making something and you will learn the tools um i remember uh, long ago a friend of mine was starting a small business and he asked me um, hey samir you know photoshop right can you make me a logo for my new company and uh, you know it, it's not about photoshop uh, if i can't make a great visual or a great logo concept on paper no amount of photoshop expertise is going to help me there right uh, it may help me produce it better but if i don't have a good concept if i don't have the way to approach and think about it and to ask him the right questions uh, to create a logo that really represents his business uh, it it doesn't help right so focusing on the fundamentals i think is one of the things that i find uh, sometimes people miss uh, they start focusing on the tool that okay let me just learn sketch let me just learn figma and uh, then i can you know be a designer uh, i would say restrict yourself from learning the tool for some time learn the fundamentals uh, and eventually uh, you don't get you will never get all the time that you want um, and everything that you design will not really get built uh, i think this is a hard truth that we have to understand it's important to have a long term view and be attached to the problems that you're trying to solve actually the problems that your users are trying to solve and keep that as your motto and keep trying to solve those having this mindset uh then naturally flows into your conversations with your cross functional partners and over time you also learn and grow the, and and then your ideas get accepted absolutely i think tools are mere ways through which you can bring forward the idea that is still in your head but what matters most in ux is how well you understood the problem how well you understand what your end user needs are another important question that people who are looking for jobs and roles in ux they tend to ask is how good the opportunities are both in terms of career as well as financials plus long term and short term nitin do you want to comment on that one as of now at this moment i think uh, owing to the pandemic i am really not sure on how this has turned out for everyone in the uh, world but everything has got into a situation where we need to revisit of what we were thinking of doing uh, the businesses are not going as planned so the financial factors do have come into picture on understanding how uh, the businesses will work in terms of this especially from the field wherein i come from marketing and all of that the whole segments have been um at a place where they, these are the organization these are business units that take a lot of money so people in this field are relatively not taking that up with a stride but yes people who are from the graphic design field who are working in agencies for them ux does feel like a great opportunity to move in wherein they learn a lot they understand a little more what is happening to design 
and financial wise also they look at a positive growth which they are not able to look once they are in in a graphic design field in a working in a particular agency so i guess it's a good news for people who are looking to enter into the field of ux as there are ample of opportunities if you are passionate enough samir do you want to add anything to what nitin just said uh yeah so there's definitely growth um in ux there is uh, no doubt there is a skew of demand and supply there's also an interesting lack of efficiency in the hiring process if if you look at the larger picture uh unfortunately anyone can raise their hand and say they are a designer and um, in several cases people who are responsible for hiring them don't really know how to evaluate them either this has led to a a, a situation where you know the best jobs uh, don't really come to light very quickly um that's where being connected in a community like rethinking uh, and many others uh, really comes uh, into play Uh, right because you are connected to the place where good opportunities are posted first uh, you are connected to the right people at the right time in an ideal world uh, it sh- it shouldn't be like this uh, but this is uh, kind of where we are um, and uh, though the jobs that you get are still by merit knowing that the job exists and you being visible as one of the people who might be potential candidate to get that job uh is 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 all about being you know part of the community right and also being with the right team if you are getting into a new place um a new kind of role a new company um whether your mentor is inside or outside there has to be somebody who can hold your hand and tell you how uh, how to grow what are the kind of projects you should do what are the kind of activities that you should do what are the kind of skills that you should learn so really someone who looks who who is interested in your career success you know it's very hard to find but uh, you have to keep looking and you have to have you know more than one such person uh, to guide you from time to time right that that's really where the the growth will take uh, will matter there's a, another angle that i want to talk about uh, in terms of the longer term uh you know definitely like nitin said in the short term the pandemic has you know changed a lot of things for a lot of businesses uh, for many businesses it's just about survival um and of course uh, you, you know uh, some businesses uh, will survive through it uh, some may have to change um once we come out of all of this the longer term i think is really bright the way things are going in india um we had uh, one level of surge of digital penetration uh some time back with uh, you know geo bringing 4g in in the hands of so many people uh we are going to go through that again and uh if if i think about the short term um in indian design we are just warming up see so far what what has the history been right uh the history has been that uh we have uh, used western design principles to design for western audiences right a lot of the large design teams in india have been uh, either in service companies which were uh, building products for foreign audiences um, or they have been uh, in uh, you know product companies who are building products for uh, foreign audiences um, yeah indians use them too but essentially it's been for outside you know now what's happening is that we are building more uh, products for indian audiences but we are applying western patterns to them right because that's what we know um i think the long term opportunity is for us to evolve and identify unique indian design patterns and apply them 
to the explosively increasing Indian audience, right? Today, um, you can have the best of device and the best of penetration of 4G, uh, but the best things that people are doing with that is only entertaining themselves, right? Uh, and we know several examples of that. Uh, but if uh, something like a geo platforms and then their competitors uh, uh, and, and any other challenges and other startups come into that space where there is a need for businesses, uh, then it really becomes our responsibility to, uh, and, and we will have a role to play. Uh, there will be much more demand for designers in, 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 in that future um, if it goes in the trajectory that it's going. So, yeah. I just want to say there were some really good call-outs made by both of you. For example, things like staying connected to right people at right time and being proactive in learning what's new and upcoming in the industry. And of course, looking for mentors who can actually guide you throughout this whole process. Moving on, question for Nitin. When you relook at your journey so far, the decision that you made to switch into UX, do you think you made the right choice? Uh, indeed, it was a great choice that I made by moving in the UX. Um, till the time I was into graphic design, I think I was very, uh, very much oriented on doing one particular sort of thing. I was, I may have been extremely good at it, but UX is more about understanding users, business goals, information, and creating great experiences out of that, which work visually for all its users. I, in the crux, I, I felt that UX is all about solving problems for users visually or in a product. So UX has always been there. It's just that it has got into limelight now. It has got its due recognition now. That's all I feel. So it was a great choice that I moved into UX. That sounds amazing. Thank you for sharing that, Nitin. And finally, as you both know that this episode is for people who are either new to the industry or trying to make their way into UX. What are your final thoughts or words of wisdom for these people? So uh, for people who are trying to look into, uh, you know, entering the UX field, what I have to say really is be the champion of the user um, in all the decisions that you take. Uh, be married to the problems that they face. Uh, start with that, right? Um, but also recognize that you are not the only champion of the user. Uh, everybody who you will work with also wants to get good things in the hands of customers. Um, and, and that's where some of the softer skills that we spoke about uh, come into play. Um, the second thing is focus on the fundamentals above tools, right? Uh, as we discussed earlier, um, your theory of design, your philosophy, kind of thing that that we spoke about earlier all of those things are what come into play here um, those are your core beliefs see when we have the right beliefs and values decision making becomes much easier it's the same thing with uh, design as well if your design philosophy is clear then the design decisions become easier so it's not easy on day one without any experience you will not have the right design philosophy but um Keep it in the back of your mind that you have to build it over time. If you have to do it consciously, uh, finding what you believe in and what you don't um, will give you a unique point of view, which is what will propel you ahead in your career. And uh, lastly, uh, I think look at partnering with uh, doers, partnering with makers, 
you know, and this is a problem with something like Dribble, right? Everything looks pretty, but you don't know how much of it is in the hands of real customers. Um, so you you have to partner with someone who's going to build it and get it out there in the world. Yeah, those are the three kind of things that I would say. And this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much, Samir and Nitin, for sharing their knowledge, experience, and design philosophy with us. I'm pretty sure that this information will be super useful for people who are looking for ways to explore our UX industry as well as the career in UX. This podcast is an initiative of Rethinking UX Community, a community where you will find people from all walks of product life. So if you're new to UX, please go and check out our LinkedIn and Instagram pages and you will find ton of resources available for you to explore. We also have a Slack channel, which is invite only. But before you go, if you like this episode and would like to get updates on our upcoming episodes, please do subscribe to our channel on your favorite podcast platform. We are available on all leading platforms, including Spotify and Google Podcast. Again, thank you for listening in and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye.